Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 49 of the Holding Court Podcast. Today, we are talking all things trade deadline. We'll find out if Justin's going to add that J to the back of his jersey, and I'll discuss my Olympic dreams for 2024, all coming up right now on Holding Court. So much has happened since our last episode. It has been wild. We're living in a different world. Times are changing. <laughs> times <laughs> times changed. Things are so different. Yeah, very different. What for a lot of people. What's different? For a lot of teams. What's different for you? Uh, I just got a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> it looks great. Uh, that's not what I meant though. Oh, um, <laughs> let me, is this a trick question? Um, we have new teammates. You have new teammates. Trade deadline. Trade deadline. It was wild. It was pretty spectacular. I feel like this was probably the most chaotic one I've ever seen, witnessed. Yeah. I don't was, know. Maybe just cause more of the focus was on your team and a lot with the NL West and a lot of guys that have been with teams forever it seemed like a lot of times there's a lot of trades with the guys that kind of bounce around a lot and this was a lot of core members of teams moving around well I think a few things have went into it one there was no trade deadline last year because of the shortened season so obviously it's been two years now so anytime a trade happened on the trade deadline it was exciting and seeing who was going where the other thing is, is the August waiver wire uh, no longer exists, which is how we got players like Chase Utley and Jimmy Rollins and different guys in the past. So teams had to fully bolster um, their rosters at the deadline, which was different. So I feel like there was a lot more stuff going on because of that as well, Is that if that makes sense. Yeah. That's true. So it was, it definitely was crazy. I'm not saying it wasn't crazy at all, but I'm saying that, you know, it probably magnified it a little bit because there wasn't a trade deadline last year and there's not a waiver wire month anymore. So everyone had to make their moves, but um, it was crazy. 10 all-stars traded. Oh, wow. I didn't have that stat. So thank you for coming up with that. 10 all-stars got traded. That's crazy. Yeah. And also, you know, two teams, two former World Series championship teams in the last five years uh, decided to basically flip their rosters and start over, the Cubs and the Nationals. Yeah. So there was a lot of guys off those two teams in particular, um, a lot of all-stars off those two teams in particular, uh, who ended up getting traded. So they kind of really push this trade deadline over the over the edge yeah definitely when you see the core guys being moved it's it's so weird too and then obviously the games getting ahead of myself but in the games after the trade deadline where you see them in the new uniform after they haven't it's so weird I mean it's I get it but it's still very very weird to see someone in a different uniform it's always funny though when which, which, who is it on Twitter that does the like 
cartoon drawing like on edit on their phone. Oh, I always see Cut Four doing that, but then I'm sure it kind of makes me laugh when they do the like bootleg edit of the new uniform. They'll do like the little LA on the on the cap. It's so dumb, but But then guys make that their profile picture sometimes. They appreciate it, but now they're so fast with the Photoshop. Well, you would think almost as fast as you know Heyman and Passan and. Rosenthal tweeting the trades before they Is happen. Is it Passan <laughs> or Passan? Well, I don't know. Maybe we should ask old Bob. <laughs> I think it's Passan, right? Passan? Well, it depends on which account you're following. Is it the verified account or the fake account? <laughs> so for those of you that don't indulge in Twitter... You're so smart, first of all, because it is so dumb. <laughs> it's a dark hole. I don't. Why am I on Twitter? It is so. Here's why I'm on Twitter because there will be so much bullshit for days and days, and then you just see that one tweet that makes it all diamond in the rough, yeah. and you're like, God damn it, this is why we're here. <laughs> it's just so good. So what was that? So <laughs> obviously. What is, I mean, you even post a photo on Instagram and what do people comment first, first, first? Everyone wants to be first. Everyone wants to be first, but they, we've talked about this on here before and no disrespect. I get it. You want to be first, extra, extra, read all about it, but you also need to be correct. Accurate. (laughs) And there were just so many things flying around and I don't even know how this particular Twitter aficionado, one of my personal favorites. <laughs> I don't know if you can sense the sarcasm in that, but I won't go down the road for why I dislike this person, but that is for another day and another episode. But they must have been searching what hashtags, names, or something. Chris and they Bryant? came across <laughs> Yeah. And they came across something that confirmed a trade. Chris Bryant to the Yankees. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Which obviously you've seen him in a in Giants, Giants uniform. uniform hitting a home run. In his debut. Yes. Just like Anthony Rizzo for the Yankees. They and Javi Baez for ever, the Mets. Yeah. Just throw them all in there. Yep. They're just, yeah, rallying together. And <laughs> just decided to run with it. And we're pretty much quoting a fake Jeff. Is it Passan? I should have Jeff Passan. Jeff P on tw- of Twitter. Passin. Jeff Passan. I think it's Passan. Someone tell me. Well, just ran with it. And it's then the account was like, ha, like, screw you. I got you. It's it was so, so good. But here's the crazy. I don't understand how you can get duped as a reporter on Twitter Assuming that this guy, like, there is a blue, literally a blue check that verifies it for you. I know, and on and this, this one, account there was did just not have a blue check. A little V with a circle around it. Maybe Bob. Maybe <gasps> he's colorblind. Maybe he Who? can't see the blue. Bob. Oh, I'm just calling Bob. <laughs> maybe he can't see the blue check. Maybe he just saw the check and assumed it wasn't maybe. a check. It was like the trademark. It was copyright. like a V or v. something. It was the V for Vendetta. Whatever. Symbol. I don't know. It was laughs. And honestly, I made fun of it. It's, it's, you deserve to be. Guys, we were at breakfast when in Arizona <laughs> when this happened. And Court was, I, I thought she was ready to purchase every single person in this place's 
breakfast. She was so happy and laughing so hard. <laughs> it's why Twitter is so great because these you cannot make this up. And then a, a whole community just rallies around a joke. And then there's memes that come from it. And it's just, if, if you're not part of the Twitter community, it's hard to understand. But I if will you say, are, you probably thoroughly enjoy this moment. I will say the fake account's immediate response of ha-ha, gotcha. And there were some <laughs> other like choice words in there as well. Um, but that kind of was like icing on the cake. It was just like, oh man, see, like guys are so eager to be first. They don't even, they can't even look at the blue check. They just see something and then go and then yeah, it's not accurate. It's not the first time he's been wrong about something that actually was way worse than that. But true. Anyway ways we will move on from that but hold on before we move on i gotta i actually do want to pose a question to our listeners okay because this is something that i've has really bothered me for a long time mm-hmm. um especially going back to the jock peterson ross stripling trade to the angels for Ngifo, and a lot of reporters reported the trade as done as final but there were um, there were um, um, medicals that still had to be checked out with another trade in a, in a different team. So is a trade official when two teams agree on it or is a trade official when they clear through their medical procedures and are sent to a new team? Because I've had this argument with a couple of reporters and they seem to think that as soon as it's agreed upon, it's official. And my point is if they can't pass their physicals or if there's a medical issue, it literally says pending medicals on the reports, then it's not official. So why is it being announced until the medicals are cleared? Like I don't understand it. And it happened again. It happened again. It happened with Tyler Anderson to the Phillies and um, something happened with the medical and it didn't happen, but this whole trade was reported and then they pulled it back and then they traded them to the Mariners. So I I don't understand it. I don't know if maybe fans aren't frustrated by it. Maybe fans just want to know as soon as possible too, but I think it's very, very emotional for a player and a family to be told they're being traded even though the medicals aren't cleared and then they're wrapping their mind about going to a different city especially a player that's been on a team for their entire career mm-hmm. and then they're trying to process what happened and then the trade doesn't even happen because the medicals don't go through uh, i just don't understand the need to put it out there until it's official like it's not official until they pass their medical yeah, right? I would like, think, what do you what do you think? I don't know. I think fans want to know what could possibly happen because obviously on Twitter I see people will say, "Oh, who do you think we're going to go after?" or and tweet at different reporters saying, "Oh, what do you think? What needs do you think will be filled at the trade deadline?" So I think fans want to know what could work and kind of start to get excited thinking about possibilities. But I would think that that is a massive disappointment if you think you're getting a player and then it just doesn't happen. And case in point, what happened? I don't. I have no idea what happened with the San Diego rumors mm-hmm. with the trade with the Nationals. I have no idea. But again, you saw 
Padres fans posting, oh, World Series 2021 confirmed, da-da-da, getting, like, all hyped, and then it didn't happen. And then it was – everyone was mad at Dodger fans saying, oh, it's so unfair. You guys are hoarding players, da-da-da-da-da, buying it, whatever. And then it just creates chaos. So I don't know. I feel like they would not – they would rather – obviously hear about stuff that could potentially happen just to kind of brainstorm and maybe keep an eye on those players in the days leading up to it. But I can't imagine anyone wants to think something's going to happen and that's not happening just for the sake of being first or following a reporter that is first. Yeah. And even in the, become like the butt of a joke, literally, even in the case of the trade we made, which we're about to get into and talk about here in a second, but like we, me, I made it. Yeah, sure. Us, <laughs> the trade that the Dodgers made. Yes. Anyways, like it was announced as like, oh, done deal. But then it wasn't officially announced almost like 24 hours later. And you're just like, what the heck is going on? Like, and then is because this another, of like, other trades that have fallen through, yeah. your mind starts to think, okay, what's happening? Are they trying to go over this are they trying to do an extent like you're you're like wait is this did was this never confirmed what's happening and until honestly the dodgers tweet a trade i still 100 don't feel like it's and just real. to just for the record just so everyone out there or anyone out there who's listening knows yeah, like everyone's listening. um we have no inside information at the trade deadline i have no clue what's going on i don't know what the front office is doing i don't know i'm refreshing twitter just like you guys are so when i'm reading like oh the padres are standing by in case the scherzer deal falls through i'm just like oh great this is this is a mess like what's happening right this is you know the mookie trade all over again like it just it fell through and then it had to be redone and it's just crazy so I don't know. That's a pet peeve of mine. I don't like stuff being announced until it's official. And those guys know it. I've, I've talked to them about it. They know yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> so that day or the day, I guess the couple days leading up to it, because there was a lot of movement, you know, 48, 72 hours before the trade deadline. Are you guys, is the clubhouse buzzing, wondering what's going to happen? Are you guys just kind of like, we'll wait and see? Like, does anyone get kind of worked up over it or try to give their input yeah i mean when i say we're like completely in the dark we're not completely in the dark like we'll get questions asked us about certain players hey do you have anything on this guy do you know anything about him have you heard anything good teammate so there's an idea of who they're kind of like targeting possibly but we don't know who they're actually going for and obviously what the deals are and stuff so i i think you know, leading up to it, there's just, you see a lot of guys just hanging out, phone in hand, uh, refreshing Twitter, just waiting to read something, especially those last three, four hours. Um, you know, you're just sitting there refreshing, 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 trying to see what's going on, who's going where, and, you know, what the Dodgers are doing. And obviously, we got some some big news. We do. We're not breaking it. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. You have a couple new teammates. Well, more than a couple new teammates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the trade deadline started for us. We we picked up Billy McKinney, who's been awesome for us. um, And made some web gems. Made some web gems. Done some cartwheels in the outfield. (laughs) uh, Almost decapitated Max (laughs) on a throw in. That's true. Um, But just an outstanding guy. Um, 
love him on the team. And then, you know, we added Danny Duffy, which is huge. Um, obviously, great left-handed arm, but he's so excited to come home. He uh, loves L.A. He loves L.A., huge Laker fan. I'm sure if you guys listen to AM570, you've heard some of his interviews talking about Kobe and uh, talking about the Dodgers and his experiences and his love for Mike Piazza. Um, so it's a big time homecoming for him. We're excited to have him. And then the last trade, um, Scherzer and, and Trey Turner, my brother from another mother, Trey. <laughs> um, we're excited about it. And we haven't even got to see Trey yet because obviously he's in some protocols and, and trying to get healthy and um, not sure when he's going to be with us. But Max Medicine in Arizona and Duffy Medicine, Arizona. So uh, it was good to see their faces in the clubhouse and, and them walking around wearing Dodger blue. Who did you think was um, tapping your cheeks in the dugout? Yeah, I had no idea because, you know, we go through and oh. do all the handshakes. Again, I'm assuming everyone has social media and maybe people don't, but you were, there was a video that was on social media of you hanging in the dugout and... I was in the hole like before the game started. Yeah. Like talking to Doc and I get like a, we'll call it a, Smack, cheek tap. smack on the butt. Yeah. We'll call it that. Um, yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? Like I didn't, I already shook everyone's hand. Like <laughs> I already did all my handshakes. I'm like ready to roll. Like it's about to be first pitch. <laughs> and I'd actually, I knew Max was in that building, but I actually had not seen him yet. Oh, so like, that was the first time you'd yeah, seen him. Yeah. Cause he went and did his throwing stuff and was in the weight room and whatever. So we were always constantly like not in the same area. So I knew he was there, but I hadn't seen him yet, but it did, didn't even cross my mind that it was him. And I like kind of turned around like who the heck is behind me. And then I, I see him and yeah. You're going to big was, league him. No, definitely not. Uh, told him I was excited to see him in, in Dodger blue and so pumped that, that he was here with us and looking forward to seeing him. Take the mound. Is it Thursday? Thursday. Yeah. Thursday. You're off. I hope. Oh, he's Wednesday. Not Wednesday. Thursday. I think Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Do you, so now that you mentioned, so I feel like we manifested so much of this on <laughs> right? the podcast last week and we, you mentioned Max on a start day. Oh yeah. And you said the first time you were in the all-star game, you got left hanging trying to like say what up to him. Let's just say that uh, <laughs> I won't be ass tapping him before he <laughs> takes the mount on Wednesday. I'm going to stay as far away from him as I can. Okay. But then you said this last time he was a little more chill, but. Well, that, that was like before, like way before the game in the training room, we were like hanging out and talking. Oh, okay, but okay. I, once he throws, once he's in the bullpen and he throws and he okay. comes in, like. I'm not going anywhere near him. And me and Muncie were actually talking about it. We're like, you know what? Let's not even tell anyone and just see what their reactions are when they try to <laughs> give him this bumps or handshakes when he comes in. It's going to be great. I think it's so good to have a veteran on the team. And I actually don't know how we woke up and somehow, well, I'm not the oldest anymore, but... By a long shot now, but I don't get Yeah, you're just sliding down the list. Maybe by like three months or something, but uh, it's so good. Is I'm Max's sure. wife older than you? 
I'm not going to reveal a lady's age. Oh, well, you haven't revealed your age. That's true. It doesn't matter I if she's older than you. I just mean the presence of women that have been in this for several years okay. and just get it. Yes. And they do such great work with their foundation and just kind of similar yeah. similar vibes. I'm saying this and okay. she may hate me. I don't know. But <laughs> I think it's probably so great for you to have someone else that's another strong veteran presence, even though you have to avoid them on a start day. But for other guys to see that and emulate that, maybe not to that extreme, but to see someone go about their business that way, it's probably such a good balance because from everything I hear, you guys kind of keep the clubhouse loose, but then I think it's also good to, to see that example as well. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, obviously with Clayton on the team and his uh, resume and everything that he's done, uh, it's just incredible every time you look in the locker room or sit next to him in the dugout and just knowing that you're hanging out with a hall of famer and then we added albert Pujols this year which is the same and now and i got younger and <laughs> you got younger <laughs> so did i'm I. benjamin I got, buttoning this I got, year like i got I'm younger <laughs> too um and then now now you add scherzer who is well on his way to being a hall of famer as well so um, it's just incredible experience and you just try to soak up as much time around those guys and, you know, compete and give everything you have. I mean, you compete and give everything you have every night for everyone, but there's a little extra added edge when, when those guys are on the mound to, you know, perform and, and try to help them and be able to say that you were a part of, you did something to help them along their way to be Hall of Famers. It's kind of cool. I know. Who knows where these guys would be if you weren't on their team? A hundred percent. And I, <laughs> I, I, I don't think, no, but seriously, like I think, no, I, I think that it's cool. Like one. You're, it's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon. If you're one degree from so many Hall of Famers, like that's pretty cool. Don't count yourself out either. No, but I'm, I'm talking about like, Literally, like, going out and performing and helping them. Like, I remember, I don't know what year it was, but we were playing the Padres, and Kirsch was pitching, and it was, like, a one-run game, one nothing, maybe in the eighth or 0-0 in the eighth, and I, I hit a home run off Tyson Ross, and I think we won one nothing or we mm -hmm. won 2-1. to one. And, like, you think about those moments, and you're just like, oh, wow, like, I did something special to help Clayton Kershaw, a Hall of Famer, win a game like I I helped him I did something to help him like put a notch in the in the win column right and, and like that stuff I don't like thinking back on my career because I'm still playing but like there are little moments like that that like you think back on and it just kind of gives you chills and you're like oh man like that's incredible now you also remember when you mess up and <laughs> you make an error behind <laughs> them or you do something to to cost them that but uh, I choose to bottle up the good ones, not the bad ones. I also get excited when I see the attendance on the screen, and I think I am one of those numbers. Yeah, <laughs> 60,000. <000. laughs> but it'll be like 541, and I'm like, if I wasn't here, that would be 540. And that is... <laughs> <laughs> I've never thought of it that way. Really? When they're, so the Milwaukee Brewers do this thing where I think it's balloons. Is it balloons? It's a graphic on the Jumbotron. I don't know. In the later innings. And there are three balloons, I want to say. And then just kind of a 
like blurry stock image or footage of a picture. It could be one of their pictures. I, I have no idea. And it puts three attendance totals, one on each balloon. And then the pitcher throws like a carnival game, like the dart. Oh, and, and then, the balloon that it hits is the actual? No, the one left is the oh, attendance. So then cool. you're like, oh, I think it's, you know, I mean, for there, it's like normally in the 30,000s. Yeah. yeah. And so it'll be like, okay, 31,000 has gone. Okay, this. I get really excited. Yeah. One of those is you're me. one of those. I had a part of that stat line of that day. You were one of those 30,000 somethings in that balloon that didn't get popped. See, so you will be in Clayton's Hall of Fame line, but I will be in the attendance. There you go. Total at Miller Park. <laughs> Man, I took us <laughs> way off topic. <laughs> I don't know. This is what I, this is the, the stuff that I have to celebrate, but not to, we can't discuss the trade and not, mention your namesake so initially my so I had a few thoughts I'll tell you my experience with the trade excited obviously my mind goes to your jersey yep I thought are you gonna be a Jay Turner yeah you tweeted it I did but that was one of my first thoughts and special then my, effects too <laughs> I did that in snapchat or whatever very well, Instagram right yeah maybe Instagram with a little spray paint tool so then I thought about the confusion. So I thought about the lineup is forever going to have to have the J and the T, which is fine. And then I thought about travel and checking into rooms or luggage or tickets. And I thought, is this just too much to handle? What's Trey's wife's name? It's with a K. It's Kristen. Oh, so there's two K turners. Yes. <laughs> There's two K Turners. What? And so to give you a little snack of this confusion, we dealt with, I don't think we mentioned this on the last episode, but we dealt with. No, we didn't. So when we got into Denver for the all-star game, obviously. It was, it was late. It was late, but then we we're in the room. It was like 1030. Right. We got to the hotel. And we're in the room. What? Watching TV. What do we do? Grab food? No, oh, we went to dinner. We went to dinner with. Right, with the Buellers and the Taylors, yes. Yes. So then we get back to the room, and we're just kind of sitting there, and then we're like, we never got our luggage. Yeah, so And weird. normally, so traveling, it can be different depending on the city, but a lot of times you call, when you get in your room, you call for your luggage and say, can you send up the number 10 bag? Or mm -hmm. sometimes they'll say they'll bring it to your room if you yep. guys go out to team dinner. So it's always different. They told us they were, because they had special tags for all of our bags, and they said, yes. Well, when you get there, they said, oh, hey, we're going to bring your luggage up to your room. Yeah. So when we got back from dinner, we realized, wait, we don't have our luggage. What the heck's going on? And by this point, it was well past midnight. So it was oh, like it was one, like one thirty. Yeah, it was yeah. late. And so you call or you text the MLB contact that we had been. Um, yeah. And I call, but I called with. as well yeah. and asked for my bags and they said they were already delivered. Do you all want to guess where the bags <laughs> were? I'm going to give you a few seconds to think about it. Yes, you're right. You're 100% <laughs> correct. Our bags <laughs> at roughly 2 a.m. were in. <laughs> were three doors down from us, by the oh, way. Oh, I didn't know that. He was like three doors down from us. Oh, that's. On the same floor. Convenient. Yeah. The kid, I didn't know that. The kids who came up and were like, hey, we're trying to find your bags, whatever. They were like, oh, they luckily they were like three doors down. So they were in... Apparently, there's two Turners, they said. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, can you believe this shit? <laughs> there are two Turners. Mind blown. So 
I'm just a little nervous. I don't know. I'm a travel. I already have a lot of travel stuff going on. I, I logistically, I I like things to be sound. I just, I brought it up to Trey, but like, I'm confused. Like it wasn't like it was one bag. We had like four bags. (laughs) Were they just sitting? Was he just like, did he not get in that night? I don't know. I got to ask him. We're going to get to the bottom of Was he just like, oh my God, we got, we got all new luggage for the all-star game. (laughs) I know. <laughs> Did they open it up and they're like, I don't know. Eh, yeah. this stuff isn't that great. Maybe that's where your dress was. <laughs> that's true. It's possible. Oh, man. So, yeah, it might be a problem on the road. Who knows? Yeah. <clears throat> we'll find out. <clears throat> oh, God. <clears throat> you all right? Oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry. I'm drinking kombucha and it it's, gets you a little I guess. flummy sometimes. <clears throat> no, you keep you talk with your hands a lot, so I'm afraid you're gonna knock it over. It's true. And That's it's why glass. I keep moving it. It is glass. Uh, I need the cough drop that they have when we do like the AM five seventy shows. There is one, but we're like so close that it. Yeah, I but your mic like would just mo- pick up a distant cough. It would be That's like. That's true. It would be like. You should try it. Hit the button. <gasps> on one. On my, I don't yeah, know which that one. mic is mine. That oh, one. this one. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, maybe that was it. That's it. We're learning as we go, everyone. So anyways. Court, so, Court is the producer <laughs> of the show. So, I know. I love when people are ask me, can you have your producer do this? I'll tell that her right game. away. All-star game. For what? And when we <clears> went down <throat> to the hotel bar and they, you got asked who produces your show, who, how'd you get 300? Oh yeah. We talked about that last week. Yeah. And I was like, hello, I am she. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we have to mention obviously the other Turner. I feel like this might ignite some some stolen bases on your team. Although Albert is <laughs> not really by, carrying. Not by this Turner. <laughs> by <laughs> you never know. You said when people are around you that are doing things and you take notice and you well, get inspired. Albert is, I mean, uh, career what fourteen for fourteen or something. He has done more than that. I like fourteen. Forty. <laughs> stolen like over a hundred. Ba- he stole like hundred and twenty-five I mean bases in the last year. No, I'll How give you. A, I'll seen? give you an Albert Pool stat. Okay, He's twenty-first well, season. He's stolen a I base. Meant like in the last year. Twenty-first season. He's stolen a base successfully in every single season except for last year, which was the shortened season. That's the only year <clears> he didn't <throat> steal a base. Okay, I'm gonna find out. Okay, it says he has over a hundred. Says he has exactly 100. That can't be right. This has to be old. Let me go on Baseball Almanac. This seems like a credible source. And I will tell you. I'll tell you momentarily. So keep talking about Trey and stealing bases and while I, think, I look this I think up. His, I think his success rate is like insanely high. Like. Well, this year he has how many? That's his second one. I thought it, well, maybe he had some. Both standing up, by the way. No throws from the catcher. <laughs> Okay, it says his career high stolen bases is 16, and he accomplished it twice. Yeah. We're getting closer to finding out. This shouldn't be this hard. I'm going to look it up. I mean, I am looking it up. Keep talking. We need a Ronnie Fazio from AM570. Uh... <laughs> Where's my Ronnie? <laughs> I am my own Ronnie. So. No, but okay. Well, let's talk about Trey while you're looking this up. Yeah. Uh, obviously, all-star, dynamic player, outstanding defender, uh, another on base stealing threat, um, power hitting for average. I mean, he, he's basically like having a second Mookie in the lineup with all the different ways he can impact the game and affect the game and change the game, um, through defense, base running, 
or with his bat. So it it's just I I don't know who's going to hit first and who's going to hit second, but it'll be between those two. I think I'm going to probably end up dropping down and hitting fourth or fifth maybe, but it's going to be exciting to have both those guys in front of me somewhere. I like it. 116 career. 116. Says he only has one this year. Did they consider one like a wild pitch or a pass ball or something? I swear he had two. No, he had one with the Angels and he has one with us. Okay. I he thought stole, I missed I one. I think he stole third with the Angels standing, it was standing up. No defensive throw. indifference. No. <laughs> no, I mean the one that I'm thinking of. The second one was just the other day in Arizona. He stole. Yeah, it was, but it says I'm thinking he had two with the Dodgers so far. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. No. I love it. I only know one. With AJ's those. been going wild too lately. AJ is a great dude. Fleet of foot. The no, I just mean in the running. Like, obviously, he's completely crushing no, it. No, AJ's playing really well, stealing bases, very dynamic. CT, obviously, dynamic. We got a lot of dynamic. Game I'm changers. saying dynamic a lot. I understand it's very redundant, but we have let's a lot have of, Ronnie get you a synonym. We have for a lot dynamic. of impactful players in our lineup that can really, really impact the game in a lot of different ways. Impactful players that can impact the game. We really do need a. I know. I need a little. I almost said a syllabus. I need some synonyms. <laughs> a thesaurus. A thesaurus with synonyms and antonyms. Wow. That's my Cal State Fullerton education. <laughs> wow. You don't even need a flyer on the hold school. On, on, that is all on. you need right there. Pulse check. He's Got in. It. Yep. I could still go. <laughs> it's beaten. Put him in there. <laughs> Give him a scholarship. Oh, oh, wow. All right. Well, we're going to obviously see. This is going to be a fun week. I'm stressed because it's, well, it's the Astro series. We have our wives. I'll be selling balls on the concourse. If you want to come mystery balls buy a sack from me that is signed by <laughs> someone on the team. I think current and former, I, my favorite thing are fans that open up a bag and they get a ball of someone they don't like, and they don't realize they just bought it from their wife <laughs> and they say some rude <laughs> shit. And then we just have to Take it. Just know that whoever that signature is that you might not be aware <laughs> of who it is, their wife possibly could have sold you that ball. So be careful. Or they're like, who's that? And they try to get a refund. I'm like, thank you for your donation. Enjoy the game. It's all going to the Dodger Foundation. All to the foundation. Mystery. I, have a I think it's like, what is it? It's like uh, 60 bucks for one ball and 100 bucks for two balls. Yep. I'll be slanging them. This is where I shine. You will see me. At least they're doing it in the center field plaza this year. You don't have to stand on like the. See, I love. I'm normally in left field pavilion every year. I think that everyone's going to be out in the new like outfield. Like, oh, okay. What's I it called? The center field. Center like, field plaza. Plaza. Or pavilion. Yeah. Yeah, I think everyone's going to be spread out out there, which is kind of cool because it's a big open area and you'll probably have way more traffic. Yeah, normally coming, there are so. girls in loge, suite level, and then left and right field I'm pavilion. I'm sure there might be someone up on like the top deck because there are a lot of people that still come in that way, even though most people come in through the outfield now. Yeah, you'll find but us. I'm know. sure I'll, I'll be posting where I'm going to be, but I'll be out there. Go buy some balls. Hustling because I don't want to miss a minute of these games. And so I will be hustling and trying to shake you for everything for the fundraiser. So come find us. I will tell you that there are 36 Justin Turner signed baseballs in these bags. There's more than that. 
No, I signed three dozen, I think. Oh, I thought it was six dozen. No, three. 36. Ooh, okay. 36 Justin Turner balls. Last time someone got yours and then they wanted me to sign it as well. And I just feel like that. You've been practicing your signature so much lately. You should get on that ball. I just, so I always write on things whenever we do the crossword and the pen's just sitting there. I used to draw on everything. You're a doodler? I am a doodler. I would draw on everything. My hands, paper. My mom that's listening yeah, is probably you're... thinking about when the time I drew around the remote when I was younger. That was not a wow. fun thing to do. I just used to draw on everything. Did you get the belt? Don't do that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'll be out there and it's an exciting week. It's been it's been a couple exciting weeks for, for something else that I've been tuning into. What's that? The Olympics. Oh, yeah. Do you like that transition? It was seamless. Yeah. I mean, there's so much going on. I didn't know where you're going. But yes, obviously the Olympics, it's so cool because it's on like 17 different channels and you can... All Olympics, all the time, every hour of the day, because obviously in Tokyo, the time change. Yeah. It's like today, USA Baseball played at, I think... I haven't six, got to see a single pitch 6 a.m. Eastern. I know. We need to, to catch up on it. I know. I want to see Casimir's over there and Todd Frazier... Some guys I I played with are, are representing the country. So go go USA. That's beautiful. I <laughs> so <laughs> I know they're listening over there, so I, I had to give them a think, shout out. You never know. In their cardboard beds. And they <laughs> <laughs> It's true, they're on cardboard beds. They don't want anyone to make love. Yeah, apparently. Or get a good night's sleep. I don't know which one. But so I, so this year I'm like, I'm not really going to watch the Olympics and I don't know why, but I do that every time and we get in bed Oh, <laughs> and the Olympics are not on. in a cardboard bed and no. So I was watching, so I, okay, so here's what I do. I get really, I don't know. I don't know if it's nostalgic, but I think I missed, I think I missed being an Olympian. I think that. I might be getting too old. So I do this every time the Olympics are on. Every two years, more so summer. I don't know if I really have a winter sport I could compete with. But so every time I watch the Olympics, I see an event and I think, why not me? I could do that. <laughs> I could do that. And it's not to insult these people that have obviously spent every day, every minute and it went through training and COVID and the girl that didn't have a pool in Alaska that was very long and all of the work that everyone's <laughs> putting into. But so in 2000, <laughs> didn't have a pool in Alaska that was very long. <laughs> it's true. She's incredible. There was only one Olympic length pool in the entire state of Alaska. But that's incredible. I, it, no, so I'm, I'm not. I'm not I, her accomplishment was off the uh, charts exactly incredible. Why and I'm said. so happy for her and watching the video of her <laughs> friends in high school and family go nuts was awesome. But for the way you just casually were like, No, I don't said have not a pool very long. That, I don't know. Not to discredit because I think the work And she that was a ginger, by the way. She was. She is. Is not was. So in two thousand I think it was two thousand eight, I'm watching and I see the pentathlon pentathlon did i add a did i take away a syllable i don't know and i thought that's a lot of events 
there's five. Surely no one's good at all of them. Maybe I can excel at all of them collectively because I will admit, and I say this all the time, I'm not great at one thing. I'm just good at everything. So I don't have... This is what I have to live with. No, I think that's humble. I I can do... So put me in any situation and I'm going to do pretty, pretty good. I believe it. I'm just not great at anything. So pentathlon is maybe perfect for me because there's five events. You're a great wife. I could do... Thank you. I can do 16 horse jumps. I think that's what it is. There's shooting. There's a... 3,200 meter run. I have to work on that. And what else is there? You're there has to be a bike and a swim in there, right? I think that's just kind of what, what it is, right? I should know this. This was like going to be my investigator craft. too. Thank you. I am a little creep. I'm going to investigate what a pentathlon is. So in 2008, well, I was much younger and probably in Olympic prime age. So it says women's. Okay. So fencing, that seems outdated. Fencing, swimming. Wait, fencing's in it? Horse jumping, shooting, and running. That can't be real. Horse jumping? Yeah. So 200 meters. You have to be on the horse. So I also really, fun fact, I don't know how to swim. I can, but I I can get there in the water. You know how to float. You know how to doggy paddle. You don't know how to dive. Okay. I can ride a horse. So surely it'll jump if we get to a thing where I need to jump. (laughs) Just magically. Fencing. Sure. So I thought... That's my event. But then that never panned out. I never trained or did anything and never followed through with it. But we did do the horseback ride over the hill. That's true. To the Mexican restaurant in Burbank. Yeah. Highly recommend Sunset Ranch. Sunset Ranch. You got to do it. I think. No. Yeah. That's the name. I told someone else about it the other day. Yeah. I just, the sad thing was my buns were so sore by the time we got to the restaurant that it was hard to ride back. So this year laying in bed. And I come across archery and I think Robin Hood. Why not me? (laughs) (laughs) She literally is like, I'm going to go start shooting a bow and arrow. So I am locked in on this competition for gold. Meanwhile, I'm staring at the back of my eyelids. It's true. And then I'm telling him all about my hopes and (laughs) dreams with archery. she, She went on a 10 minute like plan to become the next gold medal archist and i don't i don't know how much of it i heard i was i was out i don't know what i would be called but there's no running is it archer there's no swimming you just stand there i think the most physical activity you have is you draw it back and then when you let it go your cheek kind of like flaps because as the arrow like whizzes right out of your hand I was so into the girl from Korea that was competing in this. She was so locked in. It was unbelievable. She had a pimple patch on her face. And that just tells me that she was like, I, I'm here. I don't, doesn't like, I'm not here for the fanfare. <laughs> no, I'm saying like that no, just, yeah. you're because honestly, I think about the girls competing and I probably put a little rouge on or some concealer mm-hmm. or something. And she was just, I love it. She was just embracing it. And sometimes you need a pimple patch on your face. She was incredible and so locked in. And I was just, I don't know. I think I maybe just fall in love with some of the people competing in the Olympics. And I just 
love their vibe. And I'm like, I want to be like that person. What, uh, what was the distance they were shooting at? You know, I'm going to, uh, going to look that up. The other day in the training room, the other day in the training room, it was like 77 yards or something, which is, that's a, that's a long shot. And these guys were like dotting the middle of it. I know. It's crazy. It was men's. It wasn't the women's. I don't know what the women's. I think it is. It's probably the same. It's probably 77. Yeah. I don't know. Was it like a straight shot or was there like a little arch? No, you have to have a little arch. And I think so. so What I have to go on with this is cornhole or bags. And when I play. Is cornhole in the Olympics? No, but it's on ESPN. And that's another thing I'll see. And I think, why not me? I could do that as well. Because surely. So what I think about when I'm picking my Olympic event is I want a shallow competition pool because you think (laughs) diving and there are millions of divers, but are there that many people doing archery or the slalom canoe? (laughs) You mentioned the slalom canoe today. Like, are there that many? So maybe I find that event off the beaten path and I just run with it. So you're looking for a small pond. I'm looking to be a big fish in a small pond. I like it. Okay. So anyways, watching them compete the other night, I just, I don't want to take, honestly, I'm not joking when I say that I don't, like, I don't want to take away from all of their hard work. I just think this might be for me. I know it takes so much work and it's one of those. I mean, maybe I try it and I'm just think about all the sports that you didn't do growing up that you might be a prodigy at or like a, a something in the talent show that you never discovered that you would be really good at. Hey, you got to shoot your shot. You'll never know unless you know until you know. Right. You I could be an incredible chess player or a you're good a great, swimmer. You're a great singer. Yeah. You just don't sing for anyone. That's true. I just sing around the house and in our uh, podcast intro song. But uh, that's my coming. Let's get back on track. But anyways, so that I don't I'm just curious if anyone else does that with the Olympics. If they watch it, point out all your greatness that you don't think you have. I'm a great I'm a singing wife. (laughs) What? (laughs) You said I'm a great wife and I'm a great singer. And a great investigator. A creep. Great friend. Oh. What? That's sweet. Yeah. And you know what I'm not great at? Taking compliments. So let's move on. You want to know what you're not great at also is opening gifts. <laughs> it takes you like three months to open a gift. It does. Um, so I have another fear that I want to talk about before. You're a great cook. Thank you. Dinner was so but good But not like, I'm not going to be on like Iron Chef or anything. Yeah. Great in my eyes. Did you see the robots? What? The robots. The Olympic robots. I have no clue what you're talking about. What? Okay, so last thing before we wrap up our Olympic chat. There are robots okay. that were shooting baskets in the Olympics. And then one just did a 5K. Like like a basketball? What do you mean shooting baskets? A robot that can shoot a basketball. Like three-pointer? Yes, and make it. And ran a 5K probably way faster than me. Was the robot on a team or was this just like a, I think it was, was it like a, a like showing a, like a prototype of, Hey, these robots are eventually going to do everything that you're doing and better than you. And it's going to be like I robot or something. What's the point of a robot running a 5k or a ro- like 
there's no endurance for a robot. If I could was, put yeah, my battery. marathon chip on this robot. <laughs> and that, I don't know. That's just dumb. I'm surprised you didn't see him. There was a lot of talk about these robots. I just think, I just, I'm one of those people that just wants technology to stop. I'm good. We're good. Advance it in health. But maybe the robot, I don't, so the robots that are able to do surgeries and pinpoint and all of that or technology that we're using. Yeah, do something good for mankind. Like who cares if a robot can hit a three-pointer? I know. I don't like it. I just. Like you can punch in a equation and make the robot repeat a movement 50 times in a row and it makes 50 shots. That's real cool. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm being hard on people who are or building robots. Robots are cool. And techno- they're, I'm yes. terrified of them. I don't know. I just, I want it all to end. I, like if you're going to build a robot, like build a robot that's going to like help people. Yeah. Like what's a three point shooting robot going to do? I don't know. I wish you saw it and then you could give more input. But anyways. Do you think the robot can beat Steph Curry? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You have to look him up. I don't really know. They should make a robot miniature golfer and put him on okay, Steph Curry. Okay, it said that they were deployed only. to assist. Hold on. Spectators, athletes, and officials at competition venues and to relay sound images and physical feedback from venues to those watching remotely. So the robot project aims to ensure the Tokyo 2020 games will be the most innovative ever with the new robots expected to provide visiting fans and those watching remotely with an experience they are unlikely to forget. So it's entertainment. Yeah, but I feel like this robot that's the mascot robot is not the one that was running the 5K. (laughs) Do you think it's the same robot doing all this stuff? No, because this little cute one, I like him that I'm looking at here, but then there's like R2-D2 or something. Look how cute this little guy is. It's like a little, oh! but then there's this one that's scary and he's the one that was doing all the sports. Yeah. That's, that's the one. A humanoid robot. What's that movie that I always watch? The steel. I robot. No. Oh. The one with the, the, where the robots like box. Oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. But anyway, so yeah, I don't love it. I'm a little afraid of it. I think. We're going to get to the point of no return and then... Real steel. Oh. Real steel. Oh, I think I did see you watching that one day. That's what that one looks like. But anyways, that's all I have to say about the Olympics. Congrats to everyone involved. I still... My heart hurts when I see people fall on the track. We watched someone the other night and then someone, a Dutch runner fell today and then won, which is She had one lap left and she caught... It was it was preliminaries, so she yeah. was a qualifying, but still she got up and won her heat. That's insane. Yeah. But we were watching a men's one and two guys. It was uh it was one of the guys from the the Olympic team that they put together because they can't um, compete for their country, right? And he was like so excited and to see him fall and you know I'm. I was proud of him because he got up and he still finished the race and he crossed the finish line, but you could just see how shattering it was. You know, you train for four years and you go and then you, you clip a kneecap and yeah. of the guy behind you, it wasn't even a guy in front of him. Like his yeah. foot, the guy behind him like clipped his foot and he fell. Yeah. And then 
obviously didn't qualify. It was that was heartbreaking. On the refugee Olympic team. Refugee Olympic team. That's yeah. what it was. So yeah. they're had well, obviously forced to leave their country. Yeah, and yeah. Which is really cool, by the way, that they get to compete in the Olympics. Yeah, but that made it all the more heartbreaking. And mm-hmm. I went to bed just so sad, and I couldn't stop thinking about it. And he came out of the gate so good, and I'm like, this he guy was is going to take yeah. it. Because he was on the far outside lane, and it's when, like, after the first turn, and they all come into the inside lane, and he was in, like, second place. Yeah. Second or third place when he, uh, when his spike got clipped by the guy behind him. Yeah. So if you've brutal. seen anyone from the Refugee Olympic team competing and don't know much about it, definitely look it up because it is incredible, incredible. and inspirational and... That just, I know that race had me down. It's a, a, a lot of, it's a roller coaster of emotions watching the Olympics. It is. It is. There's some great, what's your favorite thing to watch? Uh, favorite event? I don't know. I always like the, the pool, like the diving and the swimming. Yeah, I feel and like the that's. the track and field stuff is always just. I like watching track and field. It seems like it's like the OG Olympics. Right? Yeah. I always like watching the pole vaulting. Yeah, I love all the track stuff. Diving, I, th- I think I like the stuff that gives me nonstop athletes competing. I don't like yeah. the longer events. I'm like, hit me with the back to back to back. And diving is just like bam, 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 bam. Yeah, bam. it's cool because they do like 10 dives and then they yeah. do a different one every time. And it's just like a constant rotation. The guy's going, going. And the lady, the, com- the lady who does the commentary just cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> She's always just like, oh, nope, he was arching his back. or he She's was from this, Indiana. Or doing- <laughs> yeah. So... Like, it looked like a perfect dive, and she's like, nope, that's going to be sixes. And I'm like, what? She actually tonight said that she would give someone a 10. I, I was know. Like, she's a tough I almost critic. fell out of my chair. Yeah. That would be the person that I would feel like I was obsessed with needing to impress. Yeah. Because she's such a tough critic. But uh, Well, that's how it is, though. And it's I like know. the splash and the diving scares me. I always am interested in the things that I can't do. So the gymnastics... The diving, pretty much all of it, but mostly. <laughs> it's interesting how they score. Like diving. I can run, so like the long, di- like we were watching the triathlon the other day. Yeah. But then you get invested in everyone's story, I know. and they'll share what they've overcome, and then you start. And people rooting. are calling in, like right. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, they do a really good job with it, but it's exciting. Yeah, I think it's interesting how they interesting how they score the diving. I just learned this tonight. They throw out the top two scores and the bottom two scores, and you're left with three. And then they add those three scores together, and then they grade the difficulty of the dive. So it has a rating, like a three or a 3.4, and then you multiply that by the three scores that you get, and that's how you get it. I Because I couldn't figure it out for the longest time. I would see three scores, and they'd be like 85. And I'm like, how <laughs> in the world are they getting 85 out of I know. three eights? Like, it didn't make any sense. And they finally explained it tonight. I'd pumped. walk to the end of the diving board and like plug my nose and just walk off. <laughs> <laughs> Cannonball. <laughs> no, you just do the step dive. I don't know. A pencil drop. Yes. There you go. Minimal no splash. splash. <laughs> Kelly Muncy was a diver. Don't let her tell you otherwise. Uh-oh. We should have had her on here to talk about it. And now she's a mama. I know. She has all the things. All right. Well, it's going to be a good week. It's going to be a great week. Always going to be a great. It's a week. great week to be a great week. <laughs> that's that's the motto of the week. 
I love it. Well, if you're still here, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't left yet, checked out. Thanks for listening. Friendly reminder: subscribe, Apple Podcast, review, rate, and review. Rate and review, so you don't miss one of these incredible episodes. I think when you get to 400 reviews, you should do a giveaway. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Yeah. We're getting there, I think. Okay. Let's do it. All the reviews. Let's do it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. We will talk to you all next time. See ya. Bye. Bye.